KS. Um, quick note, I don't think we've talked about this in a while, Mike. Well, first of all, how are you doing? Was That's great. Moving on. I want to go back to the voicemail. I don't have time to listen to how you're doing and you give me this update on your life that just goes on and on and on and on forever. I'm just... We need to go... I talk too much. That's my fucking problem. We need to go back to the voicemail. If you can shut your hole for just a second, let's go back to this voicemail that you just ran right over. This guy's talking about pooping in his pants and stuff, and we haven't we have not mentioned this in a while on the show. We love getting voicemails from you all. It's 802-359-PISS is the line. That's the number for the YKS piss line. We encourage you to call in. You know, give us give us your thoughts. You know, try to keep it under a minute, minute and a half at most. Um it's nice to hear from you and 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 listen to you know what you guys are doing in your lives. Uh, I actually have time for that, unlike some people who just drone on for I mean, so long about their whole shit. The only, basically the only rule that I think we should establish for the voicemail uh, line is that don't call in and then jack off to leaving the message for us with your, whatever it is that you're saying. Did someone jack on there? Well, I mean, the guy says, this guy called in and was like, hey, when's the last time you guys made a mess in your undershorts? when you really, you really ruined them with poop and you got a bunch of poop in there and you had to go poop and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know... Oh, you think it was like a... We're not... I got gotcha. I can't control it. It's not what this show is about, okay? If you put this show on and you start going crazy on yourself, that's okay. But I don't... I don't know if I want to be a part of it on the voicemail inbox thing. That's not what that's for. Save it for the... Outro voicemail, dude. Right. Okay? Yeah. That's... what The the first voicemail, not where we want to get horny. Last for, voicemail, that's horny town. Yeah, the last voicemail, call, in and, whatever and, call in and go, Oh, I think I'm gonna... Whatever. Whatever it is you're doing, that's fine. But the first one... Just want to, just want to point out real quick. Yeah. That's the principle from... <laughs> From what? I don't know. I've not seen that. Um, Mike, it's Sunday. It's time to take him to church, my friend. Um, how, you been, how you been doing over there? How you been holding up? I feel like I haven't heard from you in a while. What's going on? 
<sighs> just a just another day, you know. I feel like uh, feel like we're all trapped and spinning around in one big circle, you know. Okay, time for me to save this bit. Um, I was uh, rummaging around in my drawers, um, and no, to the guy who left a voicemail, there wasn't a big poo poo in there. Um, so he's probably got his thing out and he's going crazy on it. I found this. I found this remote. This is a, this is a Logitech Harmony 650 remote. Oh my god! What is that remote? I found this remote. It's a universal remote, and yeah, it's because it's they call it that because it's as big as the universe. Look at the size of that thing. Yes. Look how long it is. Yeah. Look at this, huh? Pretty cool. Um, but it says Harmony on here, um, and I just think, wouldn't it be cool if you actually could push the Harmony button on a remote, and it would. Do, brings up a harmony Korean movie. I don't know what that is, but do I just basically meant just do harmony on the earth to make the earth feel better. Um cuz right now like <laughs> some of the buttons it has on here is like DVR, like info, like actually info would be good. Um there's like Oh, so you're saying what if you found a magic remote? Yeah. That somehow the buttons on it correlated to events in in real life right like the number one thing i thought of was being able to push harmony and then there would be harmony all over the planet of earth Harm, harmony korean movie everywhere on earth yeah i don't know are those movies about coming together and realizing that we're actually a lot yes, more similar are. than we are different oh they are okay well then in that case yeah i would say let's go with that and i honestly actually even the movie button would work for that too So there's like a lot Honestly, of Honestly, even the movie button. Yeah. What other buttons have we got on it? Uh, we got volume up or down, which I wish I could point that at my backside. Volume. DBJF riffing on the remote. Uh, what else? What else? Huge segment. Huge segment. What else? What else? Um, let's see. Uh, clear. I wish I could point this one at my face sometimes. Or your debt. You know, let yep. me look up. Let me let me look up a remote now. Yeah, you pull remote you pull one up. I almost got. Buttons. I think I've almost done all of them. Yeah, it sounds like you're. It sounds like you're not doing so well. So let me look up. Skip and see if I can skip, save the bit. Skip. Maybe I could point this one at. At this bit. Yeah, maybe. Maybe at the end of it. Yeah. Help! Oh, help! There's a help button right here. Maybe I'll just push this. Boop! Oh, I saw. I see you're trying to do a. Uh, I see you're trying to do a comedy riff right now. Would you like some help? I just, I guess I'll select yes. Um, okay, and the remote has turned itself off. So. We are truly alone. Oh, one of those times I wish I could watch a Harmony Corinne movie and kind of lift my spirits a little bit, you know? So, that was my bit from the stuff I had on my desk. Mike, is there anything on your desk you kind of want to spin gold out of? Uh, let's see. No. Okay. No. Well. You want to just stop doing the show? Yeah, we can stop doing the show. Oh, God. Oh, I'm going to think I'm going to. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to pull. Mike's taking a big sip out of his water. I think I will as well. I want everybody at home to join us in taking a big sip out of the water cup of your choice. (laughs) Time for the newest segment of YKS. Reach for that water cup. Take a sip. 
Oh, that's good. Mike, what kind of water are you drinking over there? This is uh, it's kind of wet. I would say 99% wet water. Okay. It's a small piece of hard water left in it. There's a little bit of hard water still in it. Okay. Sometimes yeah. mix that shit up. Some of it, a lot of it melted off, so. Yeah. Um, Mike, I'm watching the NBA playoffs right now. Uh, good game going on. Uh, looks like we're in the... Who do we got? Who do we got? Yeah. Who do we got? Okay. You want to know who's playing right now? Yeah. Well, would you like to know the score as well? <laughs> First off, yeah. I want to know who's playing. That's number one. Then... I'm going to need to know that score. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they just went to commercial break, so I'll have to get back to you on that. Okay. Looks looks, looks like right now uh, Wells Fargo is joining the community and helping Americans in need. So that's cool. Uh, now just to Google Wells Fargo community and just see kind of what pops up there with that trusted brand. Wells Fargo super soldiers descended upon <laughs> local community and raised it to the ground. <laughs> Yeah, but they do a lot of good stuff, too. Um, Mike, why don't we give an update on an old Kickstarter? We talked about in the past. Do you remember this? We talked about the Ovi Smarterware in the past. Uh, what is the, yes, What does that conjure in I your remember, mind? I remember the Ovi Smarterware, and I remember the exact episode that we did it on, and I remember what exactly what we said about it. It was so devastating. We called it Ovi Dumberware. And they closed up shop and went home crying to their little mommies. Their mommies are little too. <laughs> They've got small moms. Oh my God. Um, the OV Smarterware, this was from episode 58. We also gave you an update on it on episode 99. This can't be what we titled episode 99. Is that the real title of the episode? What? Surely we did not. We did not name episode ninety nine. I'm a coochie, did we? That cannot be the episode of a fucking program we, did not we put name out. Name that the fucking thing. Let me let me look. There's no way that's the title of it. Sucks. Episode ninety nine. Oh, it's MC Rose. Okay, thank God. We're talking about I'm a coochie. It's, what is that's that? On the dock here, it's written I'm a coochie. So that's essentially the alt version that we initially before we went into post production on that one. We said, let's name this one I'm a Coochie. Wait, Wait I'm going to look it up. I see MC Rove right now, and that was the one where Carl Rove came out and was, sorry, he was rapping <laughs> oh, yeah. and going crazy. Sometimes sometimes when we write these, I'll write a fake title. I've been doing it for a little while. Because I don't know, the, how are you supposed to know the title of the thing before you... So I'll just, you have to put a title at the top. And usually it's just episode or whatever, so sometimes I'll just write one in. Yeah, and for this you one... You caught in the old trap. I don't know that I got caught in anything. I, it seems like you are the one who's been caught now writing these vulgar titles in our documents. You got you got caught, and you can't admit it, and you're mad about it. And you're okay. running home to your little mommy. No, no, hang on. Now, my mom's regular size. Um, <laughs> we talked about Ovi Smarterware on episode 99, I'm a Coochie. And uh, back then, of course, it was already over. Um, it had 41K and it was 64K. That's still true. Um, this episode came out, it looks like, uh, May of 2019. And at that point, they had missed their estimated delivery date of February 9th of 2019 by only a couple of months. So 
it, it's not really the worst thing in the world to be a couple months off on this launch of a consumer product. I mean, it's hard. I think people realize that. And it's not like we didn't have uh, a use for Tupperware in May of 2019. But here we sit, Mike, some year and a half later. It's now August 20-something, uh, 2020. And the stuff still has not uh, made its way out of the factory. Okay, so looks like the latest update that Ovi has shared with their backers says, we're still out here fighting to make this happen. The next big thing for us to share is cutting steel to head into production. So I do apologize for not having anything more to share as we work hard towards that goal. We fully intend to deliver, though I can appreciate the disappointment and even disbelief in what I'm saying. We haven't given up, and we hope you'll hang in there with us, too. Um, so that's like a smart thing to do right out of the gate is acknowledge that people think you are a liar. And I think that probably makes them more willing to wait on your smart Tupperware. Yeah, I guess we should remind you what the Tupper, the smarterware was supposed to do, uh, Mike. And, and my recollection of this is it has this little um, disc that essentially works as like a timer and then you can set it inside the Tupperware. You can set it inside the chip clip. You can stick it on your box of Chinese leftovers and that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. You, t- you say it's close up to your Alexa, you know, so it's, you say Alexa, tell Ovi, this is spinach huh. on your little container there. Right. And says, Oh, it's spinach, you know, so that should go in the fridge for, Six uh, hours before it goes bad. Oh, boy. Little vegetables. Little vegetables joke. Okay, so it sounds like there's something there between you and spinach. Little little funny joke there about how you buy vegetables and they go bad pretty quickly. Okay, do you... Before you can eat them a lot of times. Do you have some spinach in the fridge right now? I had some celery in there, you know, and I was going to... I was going to put it in, in various things. Went bad too quickly. So basically you had a problem with celery and you decided to take it out on spinach, a completely <laughs> unrelated vegetable. has nothing to do with the other one. So, <laughs> really smart. Really smart guy I'm dealing with here. Okay. Shut up, dude. And then you get reminded on your with your, your phone, your smart speaker, and a light uh, on your food. To know what's uh, when it expires, right? So yeah, sometimes you do need you to get know notifications. Yeah, about it. you do. I have food that goes bad sometimes. You know, the best laid plans of mice and men, Mike. Uh, you know, and sometimes I feel like I'm the mouse. Rice and men. Yeah. Food. <laughs> food. <laughs> food. Yeah, you're right. And rice, I don't think goes bad. So really, that one doesn't even. But still, um, you could ask, you could conceivably ask one of your many Alexa devices, hey, Ovi, what should I make for dinner? And then Ovi will come back and say, based on what you saved, how about this stir fry? Which. Right. I mean, a real fantasy world of what it's like to cook meals. I have the stuff. If I have the stuff to make a stir fry, I know I have the stuff to make a stir fry. I'm not going to be surprised. Yeah. By the option of a stir fry being available to me here's something i'd like to hear from folks on uh because one of the things here's one of the things that gets me down in the dumps sometime and i'll, I'll tell you this and I'll, I'll wear my heart on my sleeve here and tell you the real deal something that hey hmm? hey yeah we're friends me and you 
and the listeners. Yeah, we're all friends here. So I will speak to my friends in confidence. Don't tell anybody what I'm telling you guys, okay? Uh, sometimes they would never do. They would never do that. I yeah, I would hope they wouldn't. Don't sh- they would never do, do that. not share the word about the show. What I what sometimes bothers me is the feeling that. Every single week is the same as the one before it. Sometimes I can kind of get in that rut where I feel like, well, here it comes another week of doing basically the same thing. Um, and I will have to pretty much continue to do this until such a time as this is not the way that I uh, that I spend my week. And actually, when I do that, it will be worse because I'll be like in a nursing home or something. So there's really no end to just the drudgery of the day-to-day stuff that we have to do every week and one of those things is deciding what i'm going to eat for the upcoming week right so you have to make your grocery list you have to decide what your meals are going to be i feel i feel it coming on i feel a little i feel a little jab goes to the store (laughs) in this case it's not even really about going to the store okay it's about deciding (laughs) what i'm getting while i'm there You have to decide what you're eating on Thursday all the way back on Sunday. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to live that way. But the alternative is what? Waking up on Thursday and not knowing what you're eating that night? Do do people do that? I want to know. Write in your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Tell me, are you planning your meals on the weekend for the upcoming week? Or are you just... People People do that, man. People do the meal prep, and that's superhuman to me. I can't do it. No. It's all I can do to actually get the stuff in my house and not throw most of it out when it comes around to... You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll look in the fridge and I'll say, well, this meat goes bad on Wednesday. I better cook it on Tuesday. I don't need... this. And what I'm saying is I don't need the little computer chip to do that because it's just an open of the fridge away, right? Computers... So stupid. Yeah. I don't trust him. I feel like I'm, you know, you remember that movie where Ryan Reynolds is uh, driving the uh, plane around and he has to go against the computerized plane and he he has to defeat it due to being uh, more intelligent than it? What the hell are you talking about? Okay. I'm pretty sure that's, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Maybe Jessica Biel is in it. Jessica Biel, airplane movie. Stealth to under underground. No stealth. I already got it. It's 2005, and I've actually confused stealth and the Green Lantern movie because, of course, Ryan Reynolds is a pilot in the Green Lantern film. Uh, this was Jamie Fox, uh, Ben Gannon. No, sorry, Josh Lucas and uh, Jessica Biel, and they are these crack ace pilots that have to go against uh, this a this super AI um, and defeat it. Never heard, never heard of this in my life. Really. Remember that uh, movie poster of him where he's got the lady kissing him and he's all fat? <laughs> uh, yeah, is that, what is that, Lucky? Is that that one? Just Friends, Anna Ferris, Amy Smart. Yes, okay. So the last time we talked about a dumbass movie on here, we, we did a commentary track to it uh, on YKS Premium. And I just kind of wonder, do you want to do a commentary track for uh, Stealth? Um, and honestly, just say yes, just so it doesn't seem weird that this is how we. Well, I'm just getting kind of mad because you keep doing the movie commentaries that we do, and none of them are Mike movies. They all seem to be Jesse movies. Okay. 
and we've dis- I think we've had a discussion about this. Okay, yes. Before, but and I thought I was heard. Mm-hmm. What I said, what I said, but I guess Yeah, I don't know. Should should I have s- spoken louder or should I have, you know, cuz I Here's the thing, I do want to do some Mike movies. And not all Jesse movies. Uh, you know what? You're right. When when we were planning the let's do a movie commentary thing, and we we did one of them, and one of the it was a movie that neither of one of us had seen. I guess what I didn't realize what I was doing there was I was not letting you have your say, um, and so that was a mistake on my part. I I do see now that out of out of the one movie we've done, you didn't like the movie, and also I didn't like the movie either, but really that's neither here nor there. We need to find one that you like. We need to make you happy, because really that's what this is all about, is making you happy. So, let's do... What? What do you want to do? You want to do freaking Space Zombies 12 from from Outer Space? Is that the one you want to do next? First off, apology accepted. Second, second off. I was just kidding. We can do whatever. Okay, it doesn't matter. All right, because it looks like it looks it looks to me like Jessica Biel. Uh, look, looks like she strips down to a bikini in this in this in this film. And I don't know if uh, I don't know if are you serious? I don't know if Mister Crazy Planet with a with a cosmic ninja warrior. I don't know if they, did they have any bikini scenes in that movie? Serious question, Mister Crazy Planet. Did they have any bikini scenes in? In Mr. Crazy Planet, um, a Ninja Warrior tale? Do they? I'm sorry, I don't. Oh I don't, man, I don't seem to remember that. They, you know what? They don't. They probably don't have them in uh, Crazy Planet. But I saw some. There's some great boobs the other night, and it's one of these, mm-hmm. one of these uh, horror films. Okay, and what was the what was the situation there that that the nudity was displayed? I mean, you could see everything. <laughs> okay, you know. That does sound pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Um, now I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, still, I, I did too. in a way, I feel like I am the human counterpart of the, of the Tupperware container. You see what I'm saying? I'm trying to draw an extended metaphor here between stealth, the movie where the humans overcome the intelligent, the artificial intelligence uh-huh. designed to take their job away from them, and then right. myself versus... Uh, the Tupperware container with a timer stuck on it. That's what I'm trying to say is that I'm the one who will ultimately defeat the plastic container full of rotten spinach. I think that's about where my intelligence level is. Uh, We took the short way to get there, but... So basically, if you look on the most recent comments for uh, OV, Smartware, Smarterware, um... Andrea from two months ago says, hey, you can contact Ty Thompson, Dave Joseph um, at LinkedIn and links to the co-founder of OV Smartware's LinkedIn uh, wants you to go on there and see what they're doing. Uh, so that's always good, I think, when it devolves into posting the links to your social media, how they can get a hold of you. Um, basically, everyone says. No update, no update, no update. Yeah, we've been scammed. Uh, the last login was on January 28th, uh, so that is you know now going on eight months. They don't have a Facebook page anymore. Um, a lot of people seem to be kind of mad that they're stuck on their normal 
Tupperware container stuff. And I guess I, I guess I feel bummed. I feel bummed out for them because they put out uh, seventy-five bucks, eighty bucks, eighty-five bucks, one hundred and fifteen bucks, and they just wanted a place to put their spinach. Whereas I'm over here, and I probably, I probably dropped forty dollars on some Rubbermaid containers, and have been uh, content ever since. And I guess that's basically another dub for JF. So, sorry, they're simping for their OV smarterware, but. I took the dub. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, I would just like to add more like Dumberware, OV Dumberware. I would just like to add that. Okay. That's good. Did you have like a rap horn or anything to put after that? What was that? It was a fart. No, it didn't. It was a fart. It, it didn't sound like anything. Okay. Mike, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back with more YKS in just a minute. Whatever that was. Everybody, it's time for the six pack. Gather round. We've got six Kickstarters to talk about here, and boy, are they uh, good! Mike taking a sip of water, so there's no way I can kick it to him now <laughs> as I flounder through this section of the show. Um, Mike, I guess I'll go ahead and go first. Swallow that water, and we'll move on. Fuck. Off, bro. Let's give an update on an old Kickstarter just playing. What if I just went back and... Hey, this reminds you me of that... For half a second, you were like, yeah. what is he doing? Yeah. Ah, sorry, I had to get my own does water. He not, does he not Does he not know? He knows. Are you going to do one, or do I need to do it? I feel like you don't even have the stuff pulled up. You think I don't have the stuff pulled up? Yeah, I don't think you do. I think you've been sitting there the whole time that's without the fair. stuff pulled up. That's where you're wrong, my friend. That's where you're wrong, All you have to say bro. is that I do have it you pulled could, up. You could, you could think about me not having it pulled up all day long. Yeah, just just say I've got it simple pulled up. Fact, simple fact of the matter is I have it all the way up. Okay, and so you're looking at it right now then. This first one I have for you, JF, is called Trump Against Humanity. Okay. It's a game. He's got it. About our great, stable, genius president. Hit that video. Hit it. All right. That's, uh, I, need to, I need like a little hit it guy. Yeah. That speech was the highest rated speech in the history of Fox, Te- Fox Television on Saturday night. And nobody I'm says tired that. of this. Well, I got the game for you. Is someone there? Here? Hello? What? Yeah, it's Trump against Mandy. Thank you? It's the perfect game to play when you're alone, quarantined, and uncertain about the future state of the world. Oh my god. 
I'm losing it. Especially if you're delusional of any progress to occur in your country due to the sweeping institutional failures to advocate for basic human rights. Oh boy. The premise of the game is simple. You are the White House press team. Yes, such, your job is vital for you to provide information and a spin so the general U.S. citizen can make sense of what the trump card means. Each round, a new judge is selected called the press secretary. The press secretary draws a new trump card, and whoever has the best trump card voice speaks the trump card aloud. Yeah, she's really something. What a beauty that one. If I wouldn't have to be married, and you know, her father. You now go counterclockwise and have each member of the press team pitch their spin, explaining what was meant or why the statement or event was said or done. Okay, let me... Can I shine some light on this a little bit? Because I feel like it was actually hard for me to understand the first time I looked at this. Yeah, dude, if you have like an a, like a, like a affectation to your, to your voice... If you're doing a bit, it's yeah. It's like five seconds, dude, and then switch, switch to somebody else. Very difficult to understand what the point of this was, but th what the idea is, is you, you draw the, of course it's card based, okay, you flip over this card, and it says something that Trump has said. Now, that's where the similarities with other Trump games end, because of course in the past you would, you would have a Trump game and you would turn over a card and, and you said, you would, it would say something like, they love when I grab on them, or whatever he said. <laughs> and then you would have to do something like, you would have to say, oh, uh, I'm, I'm going to play my banana card. The bananas love when I grab on them. And someone would say, that's really funny. You should write for Conan. Um, no, seriously, I could see you with the like little Kanoko badge, like swiping into Conan headquarters and going in and I'm for real. Down. I'm for real. You should see what you, you should look into it. Do they have an email address? Yeah. Is there any way you can submit the banana thing to them? Or if not that, just any other banana material to Conan. Um, it would be so funny to, to, to see some of that stuff. Some, some, of your, some of your brilliance come out of Conan's mouth, you know. Dude, I get it. The banana thing wasn't funny. Just stop. No, no, no. Really, really. You should write for Conan. Yeah. <laughs> um, normally, that would be how the game is played. However, in this case, the, this game is played... Uh, you flip over the card of something Trump said, probably like oh, my bigly feet, you know. And then what you're act <laughs> what you're supposed to do from there is you sort of take on the mantle of a Trump defender in this case, and you make your most yeah, outlandish the defense what? of the of the crazy toe comment. Press, press. Yeah, you're the press team, right? So you're whichever one of those freaks is doing it right now. I don't know who it is. Um, but, uh, your job is to, you, basically you're, you've heard of the no spin zone. Well, the opposite of that, of course, is the spin zone. And you're going to take those comments, you're going to put them in the spin cycle. And hopefully out of the other end, you've got a, a, even a remotely intelligent president. I mean, this guy, I don't even think he reads that many books. Whereas I think it would be good if we had a president that did read books and did all the same stuff yep. as Trump, but at least he read a book. So yeah, that's where this is, um, and he's going to give you examples of what that might sound like. Hey, Trump's a family man. He loves his daughter. <laughs> well, obviously, who wouldn't want to fuck her? The press secretary then selects their favorite spin, and whoever spun the story gets the Trump card. Then you start the next round. 
Listen, is it racist to call fried chicken from Kentucky, Kentucky fried chicken? Trump isn't racist. He once hired a Chinese prostitute. If that's racist, I don't know what isn't. Isn't that right, Porky? Trump's definitely not racist. His favorite food is curry, and he loves the Chinese. Oh, remember first to five Trump cards with- <laughs> So, also, bro. <laughs> so that's your idea. If your idea is to so the, do that bit. The, ob <laughs> the, the, the object of the game is to somehow spin what Trump said that is being perceived as racist by saying something well, hang on. more they're, racist. They're, they're not all racist. Some of them are... Sexist. Yeah. Or just stupid. So just Stupid. But you can have a lot of fun with that. Um, just being a, a stupid, racist, sexist guy. So. Strange. Strange impulse. Strange impulse for somebody who on paper seems not to like Trump. I think I think if you did like Trump and you made this game, I think you could do that and you would have a good time with it and it would be like ideologically so you're consistent. You're supposed to what, like defend? Yeah, but as a joke, you're supposed to do it. What? I don't get it. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Um... I'm hoping. I just don't know if the comedy well is that deep for this. <laughs> the, the idea of saying like him calling the Chinese virus wasn't racist. How? I'm not so sure either. Um, it says this is what the guy says. My name is Brent Chase. I run a small startup called Pal. Our website is whatever. I made this game as a means to grapple with the reality of having such a staple genius. He says staple. I don't know if that's a joke in the White House, and that the GOP won't reinvest in mental health programs that help disenfranchise communities like Autism Spectrum Disorder. I'm hoping to make a series of games that focus on creating unique experiences each time you play are based off of current events and start much-needed conversations about social issues. The idea is to leverage human imagination and wittiness so your various communities can show off their cleverness as well as debate hot topics. So... This, I don't believe that this game has anything to do with anything that he wrote in that paragraph. Did you, did you pick up on how this could lead to uh, much needed conversations about social issues or cleverness and debate? Yeah. yeah, I got it. I gotcha. I don't know that that necessarily works. That's very funny. Um, oh, I think there is one last, hang on, there is one last part of the video. Each trump card equates to uh, one small child being picked up by ice. There are two outcomes of the game. So that's what the peg is on this one. is, um, And it says it here in the text as well. Um, it's your job to put the spin on the cards. If you win that round, you collect a card. First of five trump cards wins. Also, remember when each trump card equates to one small child being picked up by ice. I don't know if that's like... Does this guy like Trump or it's just really hard to tell what the <laughs> this guy just fucking I don't know. I can't I cannot tell what the deal is. I don't think here's my this is my crazy thought. I don't think you have if you're going to make a card game, I don't think you necessarily have to say 
whether you like Trump or not, if you're just making a card game. But I do think if you're making a card game about the way that Trump says some really bad uh, and stupid stuff, maybe it should be clear in the thrust of the instructions of the game whether you think it is good or bad for all of that stuff to have happened. And I just don't think he nails yeah, the ga- that. The game's the game sucks. It, you can't have a, like a crappy game and, and a shitty and an unclear message. Pick one <laughs> or the other. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the guy totally sucks, but he's on our side. Yeah. Not really. Not super clear what's going on uh, here, but 20 bucks you get the game as per usual. So maybe you guys can figure out what the game is and play it and have a good time. And the Trump impressions were world-class bad. I've never heard worse. <laughs> I mean, they, they could not possibly get any worse than the... I mean, just do the nasally. Just do anything. But that was... No. Psycho. All right, Mike. What? Let's see. That had 150 bucks of 14000 Okay, so I would say we don't have to worry about it too much. Um, one we do have to worry about, though, on the other hand... Is this? It's called My Dog Can Preach, Mike. It's 40 Lessons of God's Love Unleashed. This delightful book teaches godly truths and principles as observed through the nature of my dog. It is full of life and joy. I'm going to let, I'm, I'm going to let, it, it, this is going to actually come from the horse's mouth, even though it is about dogs. I'm confused. Okay, it's about, this is a fucking joke. Can your dog talk? Does your dog communicate with you? Well, mine does. As a matter of fact, not only does he bark like a dog, but my dog can preach. Friends, right now, we're in a global crisis of unprecedented proportions. The entire world is in the same dilemma. We're in this together, and what we could really use right now is a great big dose of encouragement. I have been working on an antidote for this. And I need your help. I am so excited to announce to you my brand new book, My Dog Can Preach, 40 Lessons of God's Love Unleashed. This is where I can use you. It's a book that you and everyone you love needs and can be a part of. Doggone it. This book has been so much fun to write. It's a devotional that teaches godly truths and principles as observed through the nature and character. Um, we got to get this lady some water. Number one. <laughs> number two. If you don't know what a devotional is, I think there are probably a lot of people listening who don't know what a devotional is. Mike, did you, did you grow up with this? Do you know what they are? I probably knew at one point in time, but I do not know now. Basically, a devotional is like chicken soup for the Christian soul, and the idea is you sit down with this book, and instead of reading the Bible, which is a <laughs> snooze you read a devotional instead so at the very top of it how many quick real quick yeah see how many fucking pages in that thing oh yeah what 300 at least hey 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 the lord brevity is the soul of wit some guy said that once unknown 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 yeah um so the devotional takes like a uh it takes like a, a verse from the Bible, right? And sticks it up on the uh, top of the page there. And then double space, double space, double space, left justify. And then does like two or three paragraphs about what that particular dumbass thinks that it says. 
And then you have to go, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll remember this little story. I mean, they just tell you like a little story about their life that has to do with that Bible verse. And that to you is better than reading the Bible verse because it's in, it's just in plain old normal old English, you know, and that is uh, good to do for some reason. So, so a little, uh, finding a way to make a little bit more money off of the Bible than correct. Yeah. Can't just sell in the normal old Bible. Yeah, the Bible now oh, is, the, the whoever owned the copyright on the Bible has let it lapse. So we can just basically take <laughs> any part of it, remix it, you know, broadcast it. We can do whatever we want with it. It's ours now, baby. And uh, Roxanne wrote this book because in 2004, she began to notice the different behaviors and characteristics that my dog portrayed. Her dog, not my dog. My dogs are all stupid, eating their own shit and barfing. Um, she says, they seemed familiar as they always led me back to biblical principles and truths that I knew. It finally dawned on me that my dog was preaching a sermon to me without ever speaking a word. Uh, that was 16 years ago she had that idea. Just now got around to doing it. Presumably that dog is dead. Um, but I guess her other, her new dog also <laughs> is, I mean, what are the odds of getting two preaching dogs? <laughs> two preaching dogs. You know? Um, so within the past year, I met several people, many for the first time who said to me, Roxanne, I hear the father saying you are supposed to be writing a book. One friend named Lisa said to me, how is that book coming along? This was after I was introduced to her for the first time. Um, I mean, that's absolutely psychotic. Yeah, dude. She's meeting new people all of the time. And they're the first thing they're saying to her is. God said you're supposed to be writing a book right now, and yet I don't have anything in my hands. That's interesting. Uh, very aggressively asking the stranger you just met how the progress of their book is going. So that's very, very good. Um, and so uh, she's she's right. She's been writing this for 16 years, or I guess it sounds like putting it off for 16 years. Um, and she's got some very famous friends uh, helping her pitch this book. I'm going to read this endorsement. It says, as Christians, we believe that God created the universe. He created the earth, the sky, the oceans, and every animal that exists. Even the stinky ones. I added that as a joke. I didn't say that. It should, st- But it is true that he does. If he made every animal, he made the stinky ones. Yeah, he would have to. He would stand a reason. Yeah. So, like, so. You, you know about the, the duck that has, like, a really weird curly dick? I mean, God had to make that, too. He was in the lab on that one. I mean, come on. I'm just blowing Christianity apart here. He was, he was on some shit. Yeah. Coming up with that shit, bro. It should stand to reason, then, that if God created everything, we should be able to see him in everything. The oceans and the mountains should prove that he exists, and every living creature should testify as to who he is. My Dog Can Preach, written by my dear friend Roxanne Worsham, illustrates this point in ways that are both insightful and understandable. As you enjoy My Dog Can Preach, it is my hope that it will inspire you to discover and appreciate the many ways that God makes himself known in your own life. And that endorsement was given by none other than Victoria Austin of Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas. Oh, my God. Yeah. Vicky, hello. Yeah. Um, here's another one. Uh, Roxanne. Showing, showing up. Roxanne Worsham is a dear family friend and a remarkable woman who shares her joy and wisdom freely. She's done both in her new book, My God, My Dog Can Preach. Sorry, God, of course, would preach. That That's no news there. That guy does it like it's going out of style. Dogs, that's the thing we're interested in here. 
In it, Roxanne reveals how she found God's purpose in love in something as simple as her dog scout. I believe Roxanne's insightful observations will be as great a blessing to you and your family as they have always been to ours. And that, of course, is given by none other than Joel Austin of Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas. Now, now that's a name that I remember. She managed to grab both of the Austins to endorse and write the foreword for her for her insane uh, dog preaching book. Um, I would say arguably so funny. Two, arguably two of the worst people on earth behind this book. Well, now, hold on. They employed an army of <laughs> people, jet pilots and uh, sure. na- housekeepers, nannies. And Security to make sure their massive doors stay locked at the church when Houston is underwater. Job creators. Yeah. Job creators. I mean, some real pieces of shit there. And the Austin family, but they do love this book, or at least the idea of being paid to write a foreword for the book by the the psycho uh, book uh, press publishing company that she's using to write this junk. Uh, for twenty five bucks, you get an autographed copy of my dog can preach. Doesn't say if it's autographed by the woman or the dog. Although I would say, arguably, you would rather have the dog's paw print on there than the lady's. Because she's just a conduit for the dog's insight, right? Yeah. Why do I want to hear from her? What is she doing? Yeah, nothing to do with it. You can't, you can't even like translate. So what are you? What are you here for? Honestly, the dog is not that important. It's God, the one who's doing all the stuff, really. Yeah. Cut out the fucking middleman and let me just talk to the. Yeah. You know the guy in charge here. If you can get me God's autograph, I would actually that would actually be something I would be interested in. Oh my god, dude, you imagine like how much that would sell for? Yeah. Insane. I don't know, let me look on eBay really quick if there's any listings for God's autograph because I saw that the basketball card market is picking up. And I've got a lot of like old yeah. basketball cards. I don't know if they're worth anything. I've got like a um I've got like a Chauncey Billups jersey from when he played at Colorado. Or Colorado State, I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. Um, but I just searched for uh, God's autograph on eBay, and I don't see anything. So yeah, so it would, it would stand to reason it would be the probably be one of the only ones on there if you posted it. Yeah, it says here God's Other Son by Don Imus, and that book is autographed. That's only going for eight ninety five, but that's Don Imus. That's not as good as a God autograph, I don't think. Bunch of trinkets and stuff, it looks like, on here. I'm, I looked up a re- religious artifact. Yeah. So if we... Well, how much was that going for? The Don Imus book? Yeah. Eight ninety five. Here's an antique... This says antique religious artifact, Jesus Christ bust sculpture. So maybe he sat for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going for six hundred and twenty nine dollars. Oh wow! So split split the cost between the Imus thing and the just bust. Yeah, and then take ten. A Jesus autograph ten, would go ten percent off for fees, though. But yeah, still pretty good. I mean, worth finding Jesus, anyway. Jesus autograph, you're probably looking at four or five hundred bucks. That ain't bad. That'll buy you a new Samsung, used but still new to you. Um, we've also got another one here. It says, wow, that was amazing. I can't believe I never gave time to think about God. That changed everything. Thank you. Barrett H., 10 years old. 
So it really runs the gamut from <laughs> no, no, from children it's to so funny internationally recognized <laughs> scam artists. Um, so excited to check that out. My dog can preach. Surprised this is not already a movie starring Kevin Sorbo, but I guess give it time and it'll be optioned out. And uh, oh my god, dude, what would that look like? That would be so nice, huh? Yeah, of course. My dog can preach. If it was a dog, it was a talking dog, and he. Wanted to spread the word of God. Mm-hmm. It's called The Word of Dog, starring Kevin Sorbo. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Lacey Chabert. I'm so excited to see this movie that hasn't even been made yet. When, hey, look, Hollywood, bring everything back, please. We need it. At the end of the film, the dog gets hit by a car. And yes, and goes and up. Everyone's super sad. Okay. Oh my God. The dog is in heaven. The pearly gates. Robbie, Robbie, with you always. <laughs> and he's just floating up to heaven. A <laughs> couple days later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's that was the end. Yeah. A couple days later, they go to they go to out to the they're going out to out the door of the house. Mm-hmm. Puppy on their doorstep reincarnated reincarnated not strictly a christian belief um not explicitly stating it's reincarnation so but for the, the reincarnation the, folks in there but too. if you're looking for it that's something for you too <laughs> that's pretty cool that's pretty kevin cool. call us bro yeah wow i sure do hope dogs go to heaven and in fact there's a rich cinematic tradition of dogs going to heaven isn't there this already exists in the language of film. We know this from All Dogs Go to Heaven 1, All Dogs Go to Heaven 2. We know this. How many are there? I don't know. How many are there? I don't know. There's All Dogs Go to Hell, but that's a different... That's not even the same. Yeah, that thing? That's live action, yeah. That's, Is that what you watch? That's on Live Leak. Um, my dog can preach 40 lessons of God's love unleashed. 8750 of 8,000, 56 backers, 33 days to go. Let's get these freaks another boat. That's my thought on that. Mike, what do you got? Um, oh, I forgot what we were doing. Awesome. JF, let me let me grab one. Let me reach in the old uh six pack sack here. Let me grab one. Rumbling around. I'm trying to find Really the page should just be pulled up. The whole, basically the whole show, the page should be up on the screen, I think. Anti-COVID t-shirt, designer t-shirts handmade with the unique patented COVID protect technology. They have built-in detachable protective face masks. This is a, this is an apparel Kickstarter out, out of uh, Los Angeles way over there. Awesome. And uh, what it is, is it's a shirt with a, like a Velcro mask on it. Yeah, attached to it. it is. Um, the, I don't. I don't know if the, the, the. Let me just play. This is this. Let's let's set the scene here, Mike. Um, this is the video for it. You can kind of see where they're going with this. You got the family. They're going out to eat at the outdoor restaurant here. The guy's pointing to the sign says face mask required. Mask. She, she's left her mask at home. I got you, and of course. He's got it covered. He reaches onto his sleeve. What about you, little man? 
Don't worry, I got one. And the kid's got one too, right on his shirt. Blending in with the rest of the shirt fabric is this mask with Velcro on it. Not very well. Not very well. Didn't blend in very well. No. You can clearly see. Now they're skipping for some reason. I don't know what that is, but... Skipping in slow motion. Now they take the mask off, stick it back on the shirt. <laughs> stick it back on the shirt. Where it just kind of hangs the out. things hanging, hanging all over the place. Ugly-ish, tie-dye looking shirt. Stupid. <laughs> there you go. On their boat. Which is a nice boat, but not the nicest boat I've ever seen in my life. I've seen nicer boats than that. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. Yep. I've seen boats that would, yep. they wouldn't even let you look twice at this pile of crap of a boat. This thing's probably got boat rats in it. Awful. Seen boats make you piss your pants, buddy boy. Yep. Okay. Yep. I wouldn't even piss on that fuck, thing at all. Fuck boy. <laughs> no, I would not. I'd piss off the side for sure, but. Yeah, absolutely. Um, sometimes you forget your mask. That's true. Mike, have you gone out and forgotten your mask anywhere yet? Have you have you forgot to take it with you when you're going out to the freaking, the whatever, whatever you go? I did. I did forget to take it with me one time. I forgot to take it with me while I was running out to do an air round. Hmm. And uh, here's, the, here's the Shyamalan twist. Had one in my car. <laughs> Incredible. Forgot to take it. Got in the car, and you just and car. you just happened to have your car with you when you were out. I was going quite a distance away, so I figured I might as well take my car. Okay, well, I guess that's pretty convenient for you then. Um, make the trip a little make the trip a little easier. Turn a turn a two a two day trip into maybe like a uh, hour long trip. That does almost seem like a no brainer there. Two days is a long yeah. time, especially to be without your mask. Two days, you know. Um, these shirts, I cannot tell you how bad these shirts look. Um, when you remove the mask from the shirt, of course, you've got the Velcro strip still sitting on Yeah, the shirt. I mean, how dumb can you be, bro? Come on with this shit. Like putting a key hook on your shirt as well. Oh, I forgot my keys. Oh. Huh. Right here on the key hook on my shirt. <laughs> Put it back on there. Um, it at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the spring, the whole family was faced with the need to use protective face masks, as well as the need to keep these masks and have them, if necessary, always at hand. One day, we got this wonderful idea, which we are ta- we are talking about in our project on Kickstarter. This idea, which we want to share with everyone, carries the qualities that we so value. In our family. It is beauty, usefulness, and convenience. Yeah, that checks out right there. Um, this is uh the shirts are the shirts are really, really bad. I but here's here's what I'm actually surprised about with these shirts. Can I tell you? Can I be honest with you? I'm really surprised. Yeah, go ahead. Mike, I'm shocked. The shirts are only twenty, twenty-five, thirty dollars. This is this is the type of ugly shirt that I would expect to be more than one hundred dollars because of how ugly it is. The specific type of ugly that it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you figure they would spin into like a, they have woven copper. Yeah. In the mask part, I could see that being a thing. It's just it's just also clearly one of those things that someone does because 
they they don't have they don't have anything else going on so they're making shirts they're like i'm a boutique owner now i remember i know you saw yeah. this i know you saw this on uh we watched the what is it before the 90 days we watched the 90 days fiance thing um and there are the the twins in that show that have like a boutique clothing company where the clothes are really ugly but they're purposefully really ugly so that they can be very expensive and it's it's clear that it's like i don't know if it's like a hobby for Did them I see that one i mean they're on Did i see that one? they're on every they're one. on every season of the thing what's their names i don't know i don't know what their names are seems like you lied and you just made it all that all up you think i could make that up you think I have Wouldn't the that imagination? Wouldn't that be like a really fantastical lie? Wouldn't that be great to be able to do that? Yeah. I believe he could. Why not? Just fucking say some shit. Who cares? I lie to you a lot, but not, not about that. I wasn't lying about that, that part. <laughs> I would never lie about 90 days. That part really happened. Uh, so yeah, this is cool. If you want the Velcro to sit on your face the whole time, the Velcro to sit on the shirt the whole time, the shirt and the, the Velcro mask to look very ugly... Um, it only to work if you wear this specific shirt and mask combo. Um, but other than that, they pretty much thought of uh, everything. So that's definitely one way you could do it. Um, I will probably just do the thing Mike did where I just leave one in my car. You know. I, can't, I mean, I can't overstate how bad the shirt is. It's like a- Yeah, we'll post pictures of this thing so you guys can see it. It's uh, It looks pretty dumb. So... That is, uh, what was that? That was the anti-COVID t-shirt. 126 bucks, a $4,000, nine backers, 50 days to go. Uh, that's the anti-COVID t-shirt. One of them even says F-COVID on there, and you take the mask off. The mask has the letter F on there, but don't worry. Underneath, they also printed F on the shirt, so you can still have the F-COVID uh, message on your show shirt. Show your support. Yeah, show your support. So that's that one. Um, the next one I've got, Mike, is called the Blackhead Buddy. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's the Blackhead Buddy. Da, 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 da. Oh, no. Yeah. This is a big... What, what, were we, what were we... I don't know. This was this this right here, Mike, is a big rubbery, what would you do style toy that you can uh, squeeze some uh, fake pus out of, and that will give you... And you say... You say, what would you do because it's like lime green, like a yellow, and it's a nose, right? Yes. That's the vibe you went with. That's why you said that. Okay, yeah. What? Is that wrong? No, I'm just, I noticed it, okay? You're my friend, and I notice things about the way you <laughs> You're think. my friend? I you, just wanted to you're say You're wearing it. the fucking, you're my friend shield in the middle of that? <laughs> I mean, you know. Hey, you're a good dad. I just noticed that you said something. The fuck does that have to do with anything? <laughs> It's a big fake nose, a big fake, uh, and you fill it with, it's got all these holes on it, and you fill it with pus. Yeah. And you pop it. I think that's cute. I think that's fun. Is this fun? It says... It- Trying to capitalize, obviously, on the big trend of Dr. Pimple Popper mm-hmm. and all, all the other people, I guess. They also developed Poppet Pal, which um, I guess that must have been the thing that they did on... Shark Tank, because this family, yes, they have been on uh, Shark Tank, uh, pitching their uh, bullshit. Um, Poppet Pal was the thing they pitched on there. 
Um, let's see if we can uh, we can track this down. Let's see. I don't see the actual Shark Tank uh, show. Here's the here's their Pop It Pal video. Let's see about this one. Love popping pimples. Now you can squeeze as much as you please with Pop It Pal. Oh, okay. Shark Tank season ten. It's got sixteen pimples, ready to pop. Okay. I'm not gonna watch this. So this one was. Poppet Pal was the original one where it was just like this, basically like this bar of soap that had like white goop in it, like a normal pimple, I guess, does. But right. there are some people who wanted the, sp- the specific, uh, whatever the difference is between that and a blackhead, I don't know what it is. And this one's shaped like a nose as well. So there's 12 of these holes that have blackheads in there ready for you to squeeze out like a little snake of goop. And um, then you get the tube as well that you can refill yourself. You refill the blackhead pus, you squeeze it back out again, you clean it up, you wash your hands, you know, you, you're... For 25 bucks, that's, uh, yeah, you get the, the toy and, and one refill tube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, uh, does it say how much the tubes of the refill stuff are on, on their own? guess they'll have Prob- on their side. Yeah, you'll probably have to go to their website to see what it actually breaks down into. Um This is gross. I don't know. What do you what's your what's your thought on the pimple popping and stuff? You seem amenable to it more than I am. JF, this is the most disgusting thing I think I've ever seen on the show. All right. <laughs> I think if my kid brought one of these home from one of his one of his little school friends, we would have to have a sit down and have a, a discussion. You would have a discussion. Not in my house. You would talk to your son about the pimples? About just whatever. Just about just, just whatever. Okay, just shooting the shit. Okay, I see now. I was, yeah, I didn't understand why you would. This is fun, but it's fun for your kids or something for... I don't think it's for kids. I don't think that... Ten, ten or so. Minutes. I don't think you it's don't for kids. You don't think kid. it's for kids? You think it's for... I think it's, I think it's for 30 year olds. That's what I think. <laughs> I really do. It's like uh it's as like a fidget toy thing. Yeah, it's like well it's the Justice League thing. It's the Justice League movie. It's Is that is that kid material? Yes. But is it for adults? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Funko Pops. It's a little toy of a guy that you yeah. know from TV. That's for kids, right? Well, actually it's for adults for some reason. And I think that's what this is too. So um I I think this is pretty gross. I don't understand. I don't get it. I, I, here's what I'll say actually I do understand there is like sort of a there's like a a satisfying tactile feeling in like getting rid of something that's bothering you and even if that is something gross on your skin like some oil stuck in your face I understand that you're like uh, it's like getting the leaves out of a gutter right you know there's this thing it's bothering you yeah. with a little bit of elbow yeah. grease you can like you can fix this problem I I get that. I can wrap my mind around it psychologically. I can even get it where it's like, oh, it's like popping a balloon, and that's like, like that's pleasing, you know, for it to happen or whatever. But then the part where you become like a passive viewer of the content, I think, is the leap that I don't. I'm not sure I understand that. Is it just like, ah, my skin's too good. I can't pop my own pimples. I got to see. I got to know someone out there's doing this. You get the same relief watching it as you would yourself. I don't yourself. know. It's like just it's just interest. It's just interesting to see. It's cleaning out, you know, gunk. It's like the the videos of the ears. You ever watch those? 
No, explain that. With the little camera in the ears. Now I don't want to get. I don't want to get an email about that from the from the ear people. Okay. Explain to but, me what it is that you're doing. What are you? What are you saying? You're. You sit down. You watch videos of people cleaning out ears. <laughs> I don't say I sit down and watch. Clear my fucking schedule. It'd be impossible for me to clear my schedule. There's just far too much for me to do. <laughs> far too much going on. Okay. Um, but it is. You know, you've never seen an ear cleaning video. Never in my life. I've never seen. No, I'm, I'm trying to pull one up. I've right never now. seen an ear cleaning video. I've never seen. They put a little. They put a little camera in, and sometimes they use a little grabber. Which, by the way, we've got go now. They, we've got now at the uh, at the PU box. We've got that thing from the Kickstarter that we backed. It's in. Oh, nice. So I put it up my fucking ass. This is what I'm trying to say. So maybe are you going to watch me do it, and are you going to get hard off of it? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah. I will get. Hard. I will be getting hard. Off it. Okay, so I will set it to record. I'll record in the app. What it's digging out of my ear, and I'll send you the video, and you'll clear your schedule and sit down. <laughs> right. It's just nice to see the guy's like getting his ear clean, clean it, clean it out, get all that gunk out of there. You know, that's what I just like seeing it. Okay, and how many? Don't get hard off. How it. many times a day Don't do you hard. watch this? Uh, I watch maybe I don't I don't I I rarely watch them I I watch maybe two or three hours a day. Okay. Well, no, I didn't know you did this. Um, interesting. Learn something new about your buddy every day. Sits around, watches this stuff, gets his meat out, starts absolutely going yeah. ape on the shit while the wax comes out of the ears. Not for me, Mike. Just r- going bananas on myself do you watch people are there videos of people blowing their nose let me just see that are there nose blowing videos there probably is if you search youtube blowing your nose for everything man. blowing oh wow okay here we go blowing your nose with a broken nose blowing your nose with a nose piercing blowing your nose with a septum piercing look up yeah so look up like a woman blowing nose um uh, bikini or something. Oh my right? god, dude. Women blowing nose. So now we got like a whole thing. Females blowing nose, hanky into hankies. So now we know like there's maybe some horny stuff involved with hankies. Dude, what the fuck? So you just find, you find all this stuff. Nose blowing. Here's a playlist. Sexy nose blow. Um, There's a fetish for everything, my friend. It's not drip. Stuff he knows. Nose blowing and sneezing. We got it. My nose. Oh, she's blown without a tissue. Yeah. Not doing anything for me. Personally. This is just volume one of the compilation. She's got a nose piercing. That may be good. That may be bad. I need it. I'm using this. I'm using this. Oh, there's the tissue right there. I mean. Oh, my gosh. My nose is on fire. Ew. There's pepper coming out. It was super gross. Text laid over it. Yeah. <laughs> so just. Oh, <laughs> horny as hell over this 
All right. My nose well, is literally on fire. Turn this off. Stop watching it. What are you doing? My nose is having a rough day. Okay, let me just check the compilation part five really quick. Girls blowing their noses on YouTube compilation part five. Oh. Read some of these comments. What do we got? Thumbs up, dear. So amazing. <laughs> oh. All right, click on this guy's name. Marcus. No. Up. Click on that guy right there. Oh, shit. Okay. Can I Wait, can I say what this is really quick? What, what he's done is these compilations are from people who are eating spicy stuff. Oh, eating spicy food. So this is, yeah, the horny. So they're doing like, oh, spicy noodle challenge. This will be like funny and cute. And what they don't realize is that their shit's getting remixed into sneezing jack off videos. Yeah, so click his name. Oh, now look at all of his uploads. No. Neddy Potts, not. No, dude. Girls blowing their noses. Now see if he's got any playlists. Click on playlist. Oh, no. Girls, girls blowing their nose. Nose blow one. Test. Nose blow test. Man. We just found a new. That was, that was cool. That was kind of fun. What else could there be? I mean, ass wiping is too. Obvious. That's that's too on the you, nose. Ah, you can't put ass wiping on here. What else would there be? I guess. I guess. Cr I bet crying is one. Oh, for sure. I found one one time that was like a uh, playlist of like women wearing bib overalls. Uh huh. Did they? That's it. They, and like all these like cu all these cuts from old television shows about. Uh, where women in the 90s were wearing like bib overalls and stuff. They were big. I remember that. God, God bless the, the dude jacking off to that. I mean, that was just <sighs> so specific. Yeah. Everybody's got a thing, huh? Wow. Yours is cleaning out ears. You know, these, yeah. these guys like the nose blow. Very strange. Okay, well. What's your, what's, uh, well, everybody's going to want to ask what Jesse's is. What's Jesse's? Was a thing that thing. thing that turns my crank that really gets me going? Yeah, yeah. Uh probably world peace. Probably just everybody I knew it was gonna be some stupid shit. Knew you couldn't take it seriously. Yeah, I couldn't take the fetish conversation seriously. I think I conversation. No. Don't do that. What else do we got? Don't here? do that to me. Um that's it for Blackhead Buddy. Nine ninety six of two thousand, twenty three backers, twenty five days to go. Uh, very strange, and I, I, I wonder. What I do wonder is, are the people who make, she's making this toy. The family is making this toy. Do they understand explicitly? Do they, do they do it on purpose for people who are whacking off to it, or do they just say, well, if someone whacks off to this, so be it? I think, I highly doubt they know. You think they're doing it just because it's like. There's money to be made in this, and they're like, well, we know a guy who has, like, a 3D printer, so it'll be fun. They, they don't understand what they're getting into. I mean, you want my honest opinion well, about that? My honest opinion is that they they saw the success of the videos on YouTube and and Dr. Pimple Popper getting her own show, and they decided to yeah. bring a product to market about it. That's what it says in this. It says... Um, was say uh, millions of videos are going viral every day of for pimple popping. Yeah. Millions of people love popping blackheads. I guess. 
with the can't look away from squeezes. See, that's the language to me of horniness. Oh, I just can't look away from all the squeezes. <laughs> that's that's the language of horniness to me. I think there's, I think they know what they're doing. I think they know this is a sex toy, but that's fine. You can make a sex toy. I don't care. You're fucking turning into a QAnon guy. That's what you're doing. Well, we fucking need to. We need to do something. We need to do something on that because we're we're getting left. We're getting left <laughs> in the dust on this. On this. I mean, you saw how exhilarating it was when we just we found something on the computer while we were talking. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah, that was fucking pretty cool, man. Maybe that's what the show should be. Yeah, investigating, clicking around. You know, oh wow, I wonder if there's this, and then there's something that maybe looks like it is, and then there was, you know, like, and then sometimes it wouldn't, might not be. But, you, but that's the luck of the draw. And you kind of got to say that there is, even if there's not, maybe. Um, so that's uh, Blackhead Buddy. Why don't you do your last one, my friend? Hey, I got something called uh, got something called the Mandela Days. The first six episodes. It's an uncensored, unfiltered. That's so weird. I, I could have sworn it used to be pronounced Mandela. Animated series, adult animated series. Put the kids to bed before this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. This ain't uh, John John Bunny and his little, uh, little friends, you know. What was that? Smokey. Who was the first? Who was the first guy? Cartoon guys. John Bunny. We all know him. Okay. John Bunny, Smokey. John Bunny. Sticks. John Bunny and Mandela Days. Sticks. Okay. Unfiltered adult animated series. Hit that video, please. Do you want me to hit the video for the Mandela days, or you want me to hit the John uh, Bunny video? Hit the... Just hit the video. Title of the episode is Exposition Dump. And they're watching a bony TV. What is this? This is bony on there. This is actually happening. Just repeating that, scientists have now confirmed that the Mandela effect, the popular culture belief that the Earth is slipping in between alternate parallel realities, causing unpredictable anomalies and changes in the Earth's timeline, is actually happening. This has got to be bullshit, right? Uh, Why? Because it's the mainstream media. Hey, if you want to trust the mainstream media, you go right ahead. But no one has ever proven the existence of any Mandela effect. Uh, Yeah, they have. It's exactly what the news report just said. On discovery of the anomaly, CERN shut down the Large Hadron Collider and ceased any further experimentation. But director of CERN, Marlon Brando, who was believed dead and an actor, we think, in his original alternate reality, was careful to reiterate that he didn't believe CERN's Large Hadron Collider facility was the source of the space-time continuum anomalies. Alright. Pauses, please. You ever listened to my Labrando song? Yeah. Problem? Feel bad for these guys. Why? Because <laughs> their project sucks so bad. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Well, it says it's about two regular dimwits navigating a world where a real Mandela effect happens every day. Changing something weird and unexpected. Think Rick and Morty meets Beavis and Butthead meets South Park. Okay. The big three. All right. Rick and Morty, I like. Beavis and Butthead, great. 
South Park. Uh, I'm thinking I'm liking this. Yeah, how could you go wrong with those three? As the world plunges into chaos with the once mythical Mandela effect scientifically confirmed, two dim-witted losers navigate the sci-fi glitches and anomalies introduced into their daily lives in an attempt to keep their pointless existence as unaffected as possible. And our main characters, we've got Steve, who says here is a fan of the wacky tobacco and frequent conspiracy theorist. Mike, I think this is, I think you're Steve. I think you're the Steve of this group. Why? Uh, it says he's not too bright and he prides himself on being as lazy as possible. He loves coming up with get rich quick sque- squeams and elaborate lies to get sympathy from others. Even though they fight and bicker like crazy, Gary is his only true friend. Now, uh, who do you think is who do you think Gary is in this? Uh, Gary, uh, Gary sees himself as a bit of a philosopher. Always asking the important questions. Steve wouldn't give a shit about the Mandela effect. Make some question. I thought it was Mandela. Is it not Mandela? Mike, I'm telling you, I always thought it was Mandela. I wonder if they turned on the Large Hadron Collider at CERN. Stupid. Okay. Whatever. Well, that's okay. So whatever. A little cartoon. Okay. $323 of $32,000. Six backers. Okay, so you're not laughing yet. Scientists have verified that this is happening. <laughs> if it's happening, then what's different now? That's the whole point. You wouldn't remember, would you? Because, as Marlon Brando just said, where, what are we doing, Steve? Don't treat me like a child. I know what's going on. Just in case you don't, you can't remember because you slip between alternate dimensions. Yep, that's Mike. All the Steve is Mike. New alternate reality. Now, that's kind of convenient, isn't it? You know, it's a conspiracy theory when it's unfallable. Uh, I think you mean unfalsifiable? Yep. I oh, know, I'm not an idiot. Only idiots ever have to tell people they're not idiots. Are you an idiot? Not telling. Oh, fuck! So I suppose this ad for the McLolly doesn't really exist either. The McLolly. Two all beef patties drenched in delicious golden honey. All held together by two sponge cake buns and deep fried in an oversized vat of boiling hot genuine Canadian maple syrup tap lovingly at the highest peak of the rocket. What the fuck, bro? Polarize the entire burger. Sometimes on Rick and Morty, they have the episode where they watch weird cable. And it's just uh it's just a way for the guys on the show to riff in the sound booth and just come up with some of the craziest stuff they could come up with. And then the animators get it and they're like, Oh crap. We gotta do this, we gotta write this. How how are we gonna Did they really say this? And then they have to draw out the thing that they said. Even it doesn't even matter how crazy it is, they have to do it because that's their job. That's crazy. And I think this is sort of similar to that because they're watching their bony TV that still has the stickers on it, which I don't know why you would leave stickers on your TV well after you bought it and brought it into your house and set it up. <laughs> but they're watching it. It's not, and that's not the way. No. What? Fuck off. What? Fuck off. What? The thing you're referencing <laughs> is a picture that I sent to John in like 2005. <laughs> 
of my work office. My boss brought a TV in. Yeah. And he kept the stickers on, I think, because he was going to return it. He was a piece, he was a big time piece of shit. Right. And then John has brought up the stickers on the TV and it's somehow become my TV that has the stickers. <laughs> so every every time I'll buy like a TV or something, I'll leave the stickers on yeah. and send him the picture. <laughs> you wanted to remember how energy efficient your TV was, and I think that's really because cool. in 2005 <laughs> you wouldn't. Oh my god, fourteen dollars over a year. Yeah, of, of use. <laughs> that's a that's good or bad. Not sure. Um, and I think that's what they're doing here. They're watching their show. They're they're riffing on some of the crazy stuff they came up with, even if it's like. Wait a minute, there's a freaking honey on this sandwich? Ugh, dude, that's insane. Are we going to be able to animate that? Yeah, I guess we have to, and then they... They kind of do, so... Just not just not the funniest stuff in the world. No, it's not the... Maybe no. maybe revise it. Go back from, you know... Well, they've already done... They've already written out the three seasons, and they know how it's going to end. <laughs> okay. So, they can't really... Whatever. 12 episodes each. Um, it says, there will be a pilot. It's already done. There will be three seasons of 12 episodes each. It'll be celebrated as the best show in history. Then it will end, and we know how it ends. Not like those dudes that made Lost. Seriously, those guys can suck shit. So they got a beef with Lost as well. Hope that comes up in the show. That could be pretty funny. Um, this t- this is uh, this is some classic Australian shit, though, Mike. Um, and I guess I should... Uh, read this email from an Australian listener. This hey guys, a uh, long time, first time as your number one only Aussie listener, I have to ask, what is with JF's racist slurs against Australians? Don't think I ever used a slur. Maybe that means something different down there. What is that? I don't know. Bad kicks. Are you on, are you on here doing this? This is our stuff? real this is our real email, Mike. This is the, these the, yep, these are our listeners. Uh bad Kickstarters, are there good ones? And leave the jokes to us. Uh come from all nationalities. I would I would thank you to think of the times Australia has gone to bat for America, like in Iraq and Vietnam, when your reasons were really stupid and no one else wanted to go. My wife is American and she put me up to this. She's sick of me being so depressed. You guys are like my best friends. Anyway, I love you guys. I gotta go. Dinner's on, Roland. Roland. That's uh that's nice. I didn't say any anything bad at not too nice because you didn't you forgot to say what you were having for dinner. So Okay. Now we're now we're all going to be sitting here. Like, no, we're not because he's Australian, which means we have free license to take aim and fire at his crazy culture. So let's <laughs> let's see. I bet he's uh, let's see. He's Australian. Okay, quick. Let's yeah. think of what he might be eating for uh, dinner. Um, well, I know what he's going to have for dessert. Probably a didgeridoo nut, a chocolate. Fried, I was going to say fried uh, fried camel spiders. They have them over there. Uh huh. Fried camel spider. What else could he have for dinner? Uh, in America, we have a hot dog. In Australia, he'd probably have an extremely hot dog. World record hot dog. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what they'd say on Rick and Morty for this one. Um, they would have, they would have like a page and a half of stuff right off. And the they bat. wouldn't use all and of we it. We're sitting here, we're sitting here with our fucking thumbs up our asses. Yeah. Struggling. Austra- Australian, Australian, Australian. Shrimp on the uh, Barbie, Barbie on the shrimp. Oh, okay, Barbie on the shrimp. You've got a Barbie doll. Boomerang, boomerang pie for dessert. You already said a dessert. Fuck! 
We don't know what they're going to have. Okay. Uh, Mike, the last one I've got. Lemon, lemon boomerang, boomerang pie. Lemon. Lemon boomerang. Last one I've got is called the box <laughs> generator, Mike. The box generator was originally supposed to be called the wind manipulation generator because of several wind manipulation factors. Okay. Um, and they've uh, helpfully put the too long did not read here. That's TLDR for my internet heads. Um, the box generator explained the overhead wind resistance you experience while you're driving your car at 60 miles an hour is powerful. In my invention, the box generator can be used to harvest it and the electricity can be used to extend the number of miles you travel while you're driving your electric car or could be used to help you pay for your electricity bill if you drive a regular vehicle. Okay. So it's basically a cargo box that goes on top of your car and it looks like a vacuum cleaner. It sucks up all the air as you drive along and then that does something on the inside like turns a crank or spins a whirly gig around or yeah it's a v, it's a v, like a v-shaped kind of entrance there um and it blows it takes the incoming air and blows it through these two turbines charging this battery that sits up here on your on your roof yeah. of your car yeah, and I guess the idea is that it would somehow be integrated into your actual... So if you're driving an electric car, you've got a Tesla, you've got a uh, Chevy Bolt, you know, whatever. Whatever, you got a Nissan Leaf. Wow, how many can I name? I'm, I'm doing a great job here. So you got a Toyota Prius plug-in. You've got a BMW you got i3. A, You've got a, uh, what else? I think I named them all, actually. Wow, we don't have that many. Nissan Leaf. Okay. Um, so if you've got one of those, you can put this big box on top of your car in the cargo area, and then it can somehow, you can like run a wire down from it into your motor or your battery. You can hook up your battery to your roof. Yeah. Seems like you'd probably want to be doing that for sure, right? It has the chance to revolutionize the electric car industry with how many people drive a car. It could provide a pretty significant amount of electricity to the world. So he's banking on Mm -hmm. the amount of electricity generated while you're driving around to be enough to power, recharge, or to charge a small lithium, not a small, how big you think it is in there. I mean, it looks as big as a fucking suitcase. It looks huge. So, yeah, like brief briefcase size. Yeah. But what if you don't if you don't have an electric car, if you just have a normal car like almost everyone, you can it'll, you'll still can buy this thing and put it on top of your car and generate a bunch of electricity, then come home and hook it up to your house and somehow the electric company will give you money for it probably. So imagine that situation happening. That's kind of cool. This poor guy, you know. I mean, this this could really extend anything. Imagine you've got a uh, you've got one of those bicycles, one of those resistance bicycles, um, and you are pedaling it and generating electricity there, and you stick that into a battery, and you call your electric company up and say, "Hey, I've been pedaling this bike all day, and I've uh, I've got a little bit of juice here left over to sell you, and how much are you going to give me for it?" and then they hang up on you and, and send a bunch of uh, shock troops over to execute you for calling them. So that could be one thing. We're trying to work. Yeah. Don't call you us. You know how hard it is to send electricity to everybody? You think you can just, you know, they're mad. So, and they're right. I think it would be, 
it would kind of be a, I think it would be a lot more money to send shock troopers to people's houses to kill them. But yeah, what do I know? I don't run the electric company. No, you don't. Shock troopers. Funny joke. Um, look at my Harmony remote, and it says here. Here's a button, Mike. Next up, next up, Gummo. Is what it says. I don't know. I guess that's one of the movies you were talking about, Mike. It's time to do some emails. Okay, that's how you do it. We would love to get some of your emails. Your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Write in, ask us a question, tell us a tale, anything that you think would be worth our time. Remember how busy we are as well. Mike was saying earlier, he couldn't clear his schedule, so he's having to watch his ear jack off videos on the go. So keep that in mind and drop us a line. Uh, Mike, our email today comes from Giannis. Says, hey Mike, hey JD. Simple slip of the keyboard there. Not going to hold it against him. Big fan. Uh, recently started watching through all Bond movies. Wondered what's your take on Bond franchise and who is your favorite Bond actor? I hope it's Timothy Dalton, unless you want to represent Americans as uncultured swine. No, that, of course, would be the Australians. Mike, wh- who's your favorite Bond? <laughs> and don't say the Bond of friendship, because that's my answer. Um, Timothy Dalton, what a handsome fella he was, huh? Yep. Still alive? Don't, don't know. Not sure. Who cares? Don't even know who it is. show's not about him. I'm not going to talk about him the whole episode. Right. Okay? Yeah. Um... I don't know. I was never into Bond. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go through and re-download, because I'm sure the ones I have are, like, shitty-ass quality. I'm going to go re-download all the Bonds. You've probably got 14 600-megabyte AVI files sitting there. You know what I was thinking of? I was thinking that that they are doing the thing with Batman and such. Yeah. What that they are doing with Bond, just having a new guy. Right. We're all taking it. We're all fine with it. It's what we deserve. You think Give it's, us more slop. You think it should be the same guy doing all the Batman movies over and over it again? Be the same guy forever. Who's your favorite Batman guy? If you don't have a Bond, who's your favorite Batman? Um, I would say Keaton, probably. Keaton, huh? best Batman. Okay. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I definitely want to be a part of the Batman discourse so badly. I want to be a part of it. I want to say what my thoughts are on all of the Batman stuff, and I want people to listen to it Let's and call care. Jack. Let's call Jack and Leslie and get them on the horn right now. They would have it's something fun. interesting to say about it. They would have so, they would have so much to say, and they'd be smart about it. And stuff. Here's what I say, and this is this is how dumb I am. I want the guy to look like he could conceivably be doing the stuff he's doing on the screen. That's all I care about. I don't care about any other aspect of the movies that I'm watching. I want to be able to look at it and go, huh, yeah, that makes sense. I guess I could see that. So you say Michael Keaton, he doesn't look like he doesn't look like a Batman. He doesn't look like a super rich guy, and he doesn't look like a strong guy. So I'm not interested. It doesn't that doesn't do anything. I'm sure the movies are really funny or whatever. I just don't Yeah, maybe it's very short. I don't like Christian Bale's uh 
weird, weird Batman voice. No, you're right. That, he does. that is weird, but I think Knock that I think that makes more. I look at that and I go, that yeah, that makes sense. Batman would have this weird affectation where he does this because the suits the suits so heavy, it's weighing him down. He and because that. he's psycho, <laughs> so of course that makes sense to me. And Christian Bale looks. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, super rich guy with like a superhero complex. Yeah, or whatever. Let's. I want. Who is this? A Kevin Smith fucking hour? Who the fuck well, cares the, about this? Let me, the Bond thing. Let me go back to the Bond thing. Okay. Yeah. I grew up with. Get back to I grew up with Pierce Brosnan as Bond. Okay, that's who I grew up with. And he's Pierce Brosnan. And he stinks. He's fucking awful. You know, he's terrible. But then you got, you got Daniel Craig. He's all shredded. He looks like he could beat your ass. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Great, great. Bond. I like that. When great Daniel bond. Craig punches somebody's block off, I'm like, yes, dude. But if Pierce Brosnan is up there, I'm just thinking like, I would love to take this guy apart. Fucking pull your little, that little snub nose gun on me. I'll fucking, I'll dist- I'll break his, first, number one, break his wrist. Okay. Yeah. Number two. How would yeah? How would you take? How would you take him down? How would you take? He uh, pulls the Walther out on me. I immediately reach out left hand, put finger behind trigger to keep trigger from activating and blowing a hole in my stomach. Yes. Then yes. take right hand, shove pinky down barrel of gun to jam in case my other finger falls out or it gets really tired and I have to itch my ass. Yes. Okay. From there, take right foot, put it behind my left foot. Then stick my ass out, rip a fart, stinks. He's distracted. So right away, his gun is deactivated and he's completely distracted. He has no idea what's going on, okay? And this is... He smells a stinky fart. He smells a stinky yeah. fart. Ah, what he doesn't know is I've injected him with a serum that gets... It makes him really horny when he smells a stinky fart, okay? So How did you do that? I did that earlier. I didn't know it was going to come up. It was for something else, so... Why? Okay, looks like we're out of time. I don't have time to say how I would take care of him, but basically... You would just get fucking horny off of of your fart. 10 or 15 more steps, I would have taken him out anyways. Thanks for the question. Bye. Hey, Mike. Hey, JF. I was listening to the latest episode. Uh, Since y'all don't uh, remember anything you talk about, I'll remind you. We were discussing the bag that uh, this is Dump Trump 2020, talking about a way to... Jeff said something like, there's, there's got to be a way to not put the guy's fucking name on the thing. Uh, and I'll tell you, I decided to be nice for my mama's birthday this year, and I bought her, like, a cricket so she could make, like, T-shirts and shit. This dumb thing that moms are into now. Uh... And she just made me a shirt that says, uh, flush the turd November 3rd. And the T, instead of, like, the line on the top, has, like, a little cartoon version of Trump's iconic hairstyle. So there, there is a way to, to do it without putting the dude's name on it. But uh, I promise it's not, uh, not any better. Thanks, guys. Love the show.